Greetings, Minecrafters. <clears throat> Welcome to another exciting discussion on, on Minecraft, all things well-being. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I'm thrilled to be here with you on this beautiful day, at least in Vermont. It's beautiful. It's like negative 10 this morning, but wow, is it crisp and, and it's sunny today. And I, I just, I'm so excited to be here and to be breathing and alive in general. So today I wanted to talk about um, the diamonds in our own backyard. So uh, I've been ha doing a lot of talking about in, on the Minecraft YouTube channel as well about listening to the inner voice, you know, just really listening to the inner voice. And people can say, oh, that's so hard. That's so hard. And it can be. But like anything else, you, the more we practice it, the better we get at it. So really, it really it's about in some ways, it's about less effort, because when we're actually listening in other words, if, if, it, if it's taking effort to be yourself, you're not being yourself. That's what I'm saying. Does it take effort to block out the noise, to hear the inner voices? Sometimes it does, yes, because um, especially in the States, and I love my country very much, you know, a lot of the time we are, you know, like zipping around like gerbils on crack, you know, a very fast society. And it can take, you know, seeking out solitude and, and time to ourselves like that to hear the inner voices, or as my dear friend Oprah calls them, whispers. Um, yeah, she's one of my favorite people. She doesn't, I hopefully get to meet her someday. She's just done so much for so many people. Uh, but anyway, we've all had, we all have a gift. We all have something we were meant, meant to do, put on this earth to do. However, many times we sort of get, um, you know, seduced, I think is almost a good word by the success of other people. And, and it doesn't mean to quiz them or watch them and see, you know, what are they doing right that I'd like to emulate? you know, such as many, many, many successful people, famous people, there's a little overlap there, have a morning routine. I have a morning routine too. And that's something like just an example of you're not being a copycat. You're taking wisdom they already have that maybe you don't and you're incorporating it into your life. That is a good thing. Uh, or, you know, some other example of how they're doing something that would really work for you is shifting out of a, you know, shifting into a mindset, a positive mindset, creative visual, visual, visualization, all that is, is just taking good tips from, from people who are already doing it, as in, you know, no sense to reinvent the wheel and adopting those to be your own. However, when we are sort of kind of um, latching on to the dreams of others, you know, that ain't going to work because we've got something that we are, you know, you know, that the universe has kind of, you know, um, you know, sort of planted in us, you know, kind of that's, that's there that we just kind of need to reveal to be our own best self. So in other words, obviously not everybody can be Michael Phelps or our very own Ellie Purrier, who's our star Olympic uh, runner here in Vermont or Mozart or, um, or even more currently, well, Ellie's currently, um, you know, uh, wanting to, you know, like American Idol or to be, you know, have all this like sort of immediate fame and bling bling and, and you watch the crowds at American Idol we had one of our kids when she was like 13 was so into that she just sat there every single I forget what night it was but you watch the just the the the, the crowds and just going crazy and and it was such a big deal because she's currently 28 that was a long time ago and it's uh, I don't know if it's still on but it was a huge deal when it came on and just everyone everyone wanted to be that person to have their to have their their day on stage and be the and be the be the rock star but here's the thing your own inner rock star, it, you know, may be meant to do something else. And it'll, it'll be just as much glory as that only in being the best you and the best authentic charge in that is being the best you. And we just don't always get that. So I wanted to um, share with you, I, I was inspired. Well, I, I was just inspired, meaning inspired by 
it's actually a combination of people. Because I listen to Oprah a lot. I listen to Wayne Dyer a lot on the way into campus. I read Sarah Bond Brednick. I read Richard Carlson. I read all these people. So anyway, the most the most immediate of these is just this morning. Well, actually, Oprah combination, maybe a little bit. And uh, Sarah Bond Brednick. So she talks about acres of diamonds. And she starts out with a quote that says, by Russell H. Conwell, that says, your diamonds are not in far distant mountains or in yonder seas. They're in your own backyard if you but dig for them. And, you know, it's interesting because sometimes, you know, people say things that people, that other people say, oh, that's so cheesy or, oh, that's so cliche. Like an example is everything you need is already inside you. And if you listen to the great thinkers, that and I'm thinking about Wayne Dyer and Oprah and Eckhart Tolle and uh, John Kabat-Zinn, maybe he's got a different spin. I'm thinking of mindfulness with him, but the great thinkers out there um, are really basically saying the same thing and, different words, you know, and uh, it really is true that all we need is right inside of us. It's just that we're in a place, when we're in a place of dissonance or even chaos, we often don't want to hear what we need to hear most. You know, and then Sarah says, few motivational talks have influenced or inspired as many people as the famous Victorian lecture that was known as Acres of Diamonds. Russell H. Conwell is the quote I just read. A former newspaper correspondent and minister delivered his speech more than 6,000 times between 1877 and 1925. When it was published, he became an immediate bestseller and a classic inspirational, oh, in classical, in in inspirational literature. I think I said that wrong. Anyway, um, of course, because here's the thing. People, all of us as human beings were, were put on this earth as the authors of our own script, in my opinion, to learn how to, to love ourselves and everybody else better, to advance spiritually. That is the whole point of us being here. So it's no big surprise when we see, let's say this was for um, Russell Connell, who did the this big speech on Acres of Diamonds. But even in more current times, you know, when you watch certain YouTube channel, channels, and let's say it's Oprah or Wayne Dyer or Aaron Doughty's another one I like, or, or pick whoever that's out there. And there's a reason you look and they have like a million views because people are craving, craving this wisdom. Show me the way, point me where to go. Help me to be my best self. I don't know how to do it. Please help me do this. Please help me. It might be to alleviate pain from the past. All this rolls into being your best self. So we can't be our best selves if we're hanging on to the past, right? I was just saying this earlier in the YouTube um Minecraft YouTube that Wayne Dyer talks about it as far as letting go of the past. Nobody dies from a snake bite, right? The snake's already bitten you. So if anybody's ever bitten you in your past, that's not what's going to kill you. It's the venom that's still running through your body, your mind and your body that's going to kill you. So that is certainly a big part of it. We're also the authors of our own scripts. We have to understand that we have the responsibility. We create our own lives by the thoughts we allow in and the choices we make. That's it. Bottom line, it, 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 it. So if we're waiting for somebody to rescue us or fixing us or waiting for that big break or to hit the lottery or for our ship to come in in some other way, I'll, I'll be fine when I have a partner. None of it's going to change. None of it's going to change because the only, the only time it's going to change is when we change our, our beliefs about ourselves. Okay, so then uh, she goes on to say next, the story Conwell told in his lecture had enormous appeal. It recounted the life of a Persian farmer named Ali Hafed, who sold his farm and left his family to travel the world in search of wealth. He looked everywhere, but he could not find the diamonds he lusted after. 
Finally, alone and in despair as a homeless pauper, he ended his own life. His search for his riches had consumed him. In the meantime, the man who bought the land from Hafed was grateful for every blade of grass that was now his and lavished love and hard work on his farm. At night, surrounded by his family and eating the fruits of his labor, he was a contented man. Finally, one day he made a remarkable discovery. In the backyard that Ali Hafed had abandoned was a diamond mine, literally an acre of diamonds. The simple farmer became wealthy beyond his wildest dreams. And this is just how it works. We were talking about this in earlier episodes. You see the difference between Ali Hafed, who was just seeking out being rich for the sake of being rich rather than rather than just authentically following his passion. And then all that just kind of comes together. You know, Aaron Doughty says that a lot. Money is the side effect of doing what you love and bringing value to the world or channeling. It's better said channeling value to the world. If you have to make money just to make money, that's not the easiest road to go. It's really to think of what you can contribute to the world as your own best self with your own gifts And that's kind of when it happens. Same thing with partners. If you're looking to acquire a partner, that's not when it's going to happen because the whole energy behind that is looking for what you can get out of the universe, looking for what you can get, what, you know, I'll be okay once I have a partner looking for what you can get. No, it's when you're, it's when you're feeling whole and complete living your highest vibration that the partner will come into your life. It's just how it works. So it's, this parable is great because because the, the second man who was a farmer was already grateful for everything he had. It makes me think of the mirror of Eriset in Harry Potter. If anybody, any of you out there are Harry Potter fans that, you know, nobody looking in the mirror when they saw these things that, that, that could potentially fill them up for Harry, it was his parents. And for Ron Weasley, it was being the Quidditch captain and head boy and all that stuff. None of that. That's an, that's a state of unhappy only. And I think Dumbledore said it only when we can look in the mirror of Eriset, see our own reflection exactly as we are counting our blessings and grateful for everything we have. I'm paraphrasing here. Only then will we be happy. And the other thing we've been talking about is that the universe, you know, if you're like oh, putting it out there, I would like a partner. I want a house. I want this. First of all, the word want in, implies lack. So if you put it out there that you have lack, the universe is going to send you more lack. That's the first thing. The other thing is, is if the universe is noticing, which it notices everything, or God, source, higher power, however you want to call it, that you're not grateful for what you have now, the universe is like, why should I send her more? She's not even grateful for what she has. She can't handle it. So I love that parable for that reason. And then Sarah goes on to say, Conwell used this parable to illustrate an extraordinary and wonderful message. With each, within each of us lies a wellspring of abundance and the seeds of opportunity. For each of us, there is a deeply personal dream waiting to be discovered and fulfilled. When we cherish our dream and then invest love, creative energy, perseverance, and passion in ourselves, we will achieve authentic success. And that is it. This is another thing. And this is Sean Aker. I'm pulling all these out of my head right now because I read them so frequently. In his book, The Happiness Advantage, he talks about how backwards we have it in the United States. And granted, I love my country. (coughs) Excuse me. That we we have it set in our heads that once I'm successful, then I'll be happy. When in reality, it's exactly the opposite is true. Once I'm authentically happy, only then can I truly be successful.
And so he comes back to the inner being led around by the inner voice and listening to the whispers, as Oprah says. And I listen to my inner voice as much as possible. Not that I don't have moments being clouded over because life happens. However, for the most part, I'm pretty in tune with my inner voice. And my rooftop friend and I, for those of you that read Seven Days, she and I talk usually about every couple weeks about, you know, where we are along the authentic path. And uh, if you have somebody like that, you can share what's happening with you and your spiritual growth work. That's even all that much more more enriched of an experience or just more enriching, I guess I meant to say. So Sarah then asks us, she says, where is your acre of diamonds? If you could do anything in the world, what would it be? Yes, that very thing right now that you believe is impossible. Would you open a store, nurture a family, design a dress, write a screenplay? Listen to all that. So here's the thing. As far as living the highest version of yourself, and really, you know, harvesting your, your diamonds per se, the only way that is going to happen is if you're in, in, li- in alignment with whoever you call the universe, God, the source, higher power, that is the only way that's going to happen. Because this, this, this infinite divine intelligence that connects us all knows exactly what our plan is. And again, I think chuckles when we try to mess it up with our own plan. Um, but the only way that's going to happen is to have your, you know, your personality and your gifts in alignment with what the plan is for you. And then you're in the zone and unstoppable, um, you know, because it's with however you want to, again, however you want to call it for me, it's God, but the source, higher power universe, all things are possible. That means, uh, no thing, nothing, no thing as Wayne Dyer would say is impossible. You can do it all when you team up with, uh, with the divine intelligence that connects us all. And then Sarah uh, winds up with, she says, we all have an acre of diamonds waiting to be discovered, cherished and mined. We all have a place from where to begin. Let your imagination soar, for it is your soul's blueprint for success. On the simple abundance path, you will discover that your own opportunity for personal success, authentic happiness and financial serenity is as close as your own backyard. That is the truth, but you got to listen. So if you want to create a new story, leave your old story behind, got to listen to the voices, listen to the voices, these whispers, and then tune in. So really the effort is, is actually more in to, to sort of um, navigating through the noise. And then once you, what really, when it comes down to it, it's, it's really like really a lack of effort to just listen. Once you get in that place, listen. And for me, I do this affirmation, like show me the way, give me the strength. Show me the way, give me the strength. Just point me in the right direction. And I'm all over it. And then it, wow, has that worked out so far? Because I do feel like I'm living the highest version of myself. I'm happy in every facet. It doesn't mean life doesn't happen, curveball stuff, but family life, good marriage. My husband is my favorite person on this earth. And, uh, and I'm just extremely fulfilled in my authentic calling at Champlain teaching Minecraft and also, um, doing all things well-being. It's just, it's amazing. And it's amazing how that's how the second role even happened. Cause I didn't even apply for it. It just kind of, I put it out there to the universe. I was ready for, ch- for change. I gave up this other thing I was doing, which was scary cause it was income, but I knew that that whatever it was, was over. And I also know actually Aaron Doughty talks about this a lot if you want something new, you got to make room for it. So he talks about, you know, he uses the example of a, of a clothes closet, you know, and he, and he shows a picture of like a walk-in closet crammed with shoes and jackets and just packed. And if you're putting it out there, oh, I'd like a new outfit. I want some new change, but there's nowhere for the outfit to go. If the universe gives it to you, you're not getting the outfit. 
And so I kind of took that advice and I, I ended this other thing I was doing, which was was income. Um, and I didn't mind it, but it wasn't, you know, really filling me up over the top. Without exaggeration, within a couple of months, this other role came at Champlain. I wasn't looking, didn't apply. It was this wonderful president we had at the time. And, and it, it all came together so fast. My head was spinning so fast. My head was spinning. I was in the middle, right in between two TED Talks. My plate was very full and there it was. Because I, I opened the door because I got rid of this other thing that was taking up time. So just thought I'd add that in there. Okay, listen, listen to the inner voice. And, and then you will find where your own acres of diamonds reside. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from Northern Vermont. Have a mindful, very authentic day.